0: Okay, so Jeffrey Epstein is back in the news again, even though he's dead. Supposedly, there's even rumors, there's a conspiracy theory that he's not dead, that he um, escaped prison. Uh, there's some elites somewhere may have shipped him off to an island. Um, But nevertheless, the... Report is that he's dead. Supposedly he committed suicide, but you know I believe he was killed. That's just my opinion. However, his name is back in in the news again because ABC anchor, news anchor, um, Amy Robach, I think that's how you say her name, Amy Robach, said that she had the story about Jeffrey Epstein going back as far as three years ago, and that ABC squashed the story. They did not want her to report on it. And there is leaked audio that came out. And this is a bombshell. Uh, Many news sources are reporting on it. Um, There's many articles I've seen online already. There's video clips online. On YouTube already, um, and I, I really think that Jeffrey Epstein is someone that you can really point to. And if you listen to my show, you know that I've spoke about this guy plenty of times. But he's someone that you can really point to when you want to talk about conspiracies and the elites and pedophilia being involved in pedophilia. Uh, we all know about Piece of Gate and that whole, um situation. But Jeffrey Epstein is not a conspiracy theory. This is a fact that this man did some terrible things. And I'm gonna go ahead and play this clip so you could um understand why I'm talking about this right now. Uh this is if you haven't heard it, this is um Amy Robach of ABC. Telling you how um, ABC uh, squashed this news story that she had for three years. I I guess she's saying they tried to cover this up. Take a listen to this.
1: I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, First of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, Then the palace found out that we had... Her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate Will that and we, that, that also quashed say. the story. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures, she had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out, we convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had Clinton, we had everything. I I tried for three years to get it on to no avail and now it's all coming out and it's like these new revelations and I freaking had all of it. I'm so pissed
0: right now. Okay, and I want to stop it right there for the moment. I'm going to continue to play it. But I want to say this before even moving forward. Um, Bill Clinton, his name has been thrown in this. Prince Andrew, and Donald Trump. For whatever reason, people have turned this into a political matter. The left is saying, oh, look, Trump's name is in it. And the right is saying, oh, Bill Clinton's name is in it. But everyone is overlooking the fact that both of these presidents, both of them are involved with Jeffrey Epstein. And you see how stupid everyone is right now? They turn a situation like this into a political matter. This Jeffrey Epstein story is a bombshell. And it should be um, something that brings to light all of the dirty politicians, all of the dirty leaders, all of the people that, are running these sex trafficking rings and are involved in pedophilia. But instead of that, what we get is left-wing, right-wing politics. This is the reason why the elites get away with what they get away with. Because you people do not know how to get out of your damn politics and get into... The truth. The truth of the matter is all that matters. But you don't want to do that. Let me get back to the clip.
1: Every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my God. We, it was um, What we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney, three years ago saying, like, uh, like we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And I had it all three years ago. The creepy thing is how you would make access to all of these high profile Well, then I got a little concerned about why I couldn't get on. He told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had Everything. So do I think he was killed? A hundred percent. Yes, I do. Cause do you wanna he made his whole living blackmailing
0: people. She said he made his living blackmailing people. So you know what was gonna happen if that case went to trial. You know what was gonna happen. Oh, it was gonna get nasty. It was gonna be some names other than Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Prince Andrew. It was going to get deep. It was going to get real deep. There's no telling how many Hollywood stars, moguls, CEOs, business moguls, I mean. There's no telling. It was going to get really deep. It was going to get really nasty. But what ended up happening, this dude was found dead, supposedly, because this was a hit. This was a get him out of here, kill. Because it was necessary for this dude, Jeffrey Epstein, to be quieted. He needed to be silenced. That whole suicide watch was just the setup and the stage for them to kill him.
1: So he made that suicide attempt two weeks earlier, but his lawyers claimed that he was roughed up by his cellmate around the neck. That was all
0: like to plant the seed. And then so I, I really believe it. Like really believe it. Okay. Now she's got to be careful. Now I don't, I don't know how much more she knows. I'm pretty sure she knows more than what the public knows. Um, but she might wanna be careful. I'm talking about this woman here, Amy Robert. Um The reason why I'm saying that is if she knows more than what has already been leaked to the press, uh, she needs to really be watching her back. And she sounds like she wants to spill the beans.
1: Too. I love it. I really, I'm like, it's so funny to hear everyone say her name because I'm like, Oh my God. Like I had all the, and everyone's like, who's that? Who cares? I kept getting that. Who cares? Um, she knows everything. She knows, she knows like, she should, she should be careful. Well, she was his, like, yeah. she went out and recruited all of these girls.
0: She should watch her back. Now, ABC News has responded to Amy Robach's claims, which I'm going to tell you right now, I'm on Amy Robach's side. I believe that she's telling the truth. If you look at the video, the clip that I just played, if you were able to see her facial expressions, I think I'm a person that could tell when someone's lying. You can look in her face and tell this really gets under her skin. She's really pissed off about this. Cause she had that story. And that would have been a big story, but they squashed it talking about oh no one's gonna care. Oh yeah, really? There's a lot of people that are getting into this story. Um but anyway, ABC News responds Um to her claims Uh, because ABC News has been exposed, pretty much. Um, This is from Newsweek, okay? Newsweek writes an article about this. Uh, In the article, it says, in a statement to Newsweek, ABC News said, at the time, not all of our reporting met, excuse me, not all of our reporting met our standards to air, but we have never stopped investigating the story ever since we've had a team on this investigation and substantial resources dedicated to it, that work has led to a two-hour documentary and six-part podcast that will air in the new year. So, okay, that, that doesn't make any sense. That, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, but anyway, let me continue on. Um, it says, uh, in a separate statement, Robot, uh said, as a journalist, as the Epstein story continued to unfold, last summer I was caught in a private moment of frustration. I was upset that an important interview I had conducted with uh, Virginia Roberts didn't air because we could not obtain su- uh, sufficient uh corroborating evidence to meet ABC's editorial standards about her allegations. Okay. That's, that's complete BS. ABC did not want that story to come out. They thought at that time, listen, let me tell you something. Everyone knew who Jeff Epstein was. And when I say everyone, I'm not talking about, uh, the average person just walking around I'm talking about everyone that someone knew this guy. Okay. He was an, an elitist that elite people knew very well. Um, and they did not want this story to come out. They didn't think it would be that big of a deal. Um, and plus I'm pretty sure they know people that, They've either done favors for or have done them favors, and they did not want the story to come out. I, I, I believe what Amy Robach has said that this story was squashed. Um, quote. Uh, I believe this is a quote from um, Amy Robach saying, "My comments about Prince Andrew and her allegation." that she had seen Bill Clinton on Epstein's Private Island were in reference to what Virginia Roberts said in that interview in 2015. I was referencing her allegations, not what ABC News had verified through our reporting. The interview itself, while I was disappointed it didn't air, didn't meet our standards in the years since no one ever told me or the team to stop reporting on Jeffrey Epstein and we have continued to aggressively pursue this important story, continued Robach. Yeah. It sounded like someone got in their ear and said, Hey uh <laughs> Hey uh Amy, <laughs> you need to uh clean this up. The clip that I played you earlier, that clip, is the real Amy Robot. What she's saying now is something that she needed to say to get the powers to be off her case, off her back. It's like I told the truth, but oops, paid no mind, paid no attention. Okay. And, um, like I said before, Jeffrey Epstein was a very important figure, and he is a very important figure in the conspiracy, uh, world. All of the conspiracy truthers that are running around, instead of looking for, I don't know, um aliens to fall out of the sky and try to invade earth. Maybe it's this, it's these kinds of things that people need to focus on something that you can actually prove. Now I'll give David I credit that I have, I've been critical of David Ike in the past because he says a lot of nonsense, but one thing I'll give David Ike credit for, now I can say this about him and he's probably a shield just like the rest of these people are. One thing I'll say about David Icke that's a little different from Alex Jones. David Icke has not jumped on the Trump bandwagon. He's not riding the Trump train. A lot of these conspiracy guys, and I did a podcast on this um, some time ago. They're pretending like Trump is fighting against the deep state. Um, But I have to at least respect David Icke for this one reason. He's not one of them. He knows that Trump is just as much a part of the elite, just as much a part of the deep state as Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton and Obama and anybody else you want to name that's in big government. Because it's called big government for a reason. It's not called big government. However, uh, this guy over here, he's not big. No, it doesn't work like that. They try to pretend like Trump is the Messiah. That's what a lot of people are doing right now. And it's sickening. It's disgusting because you can't be this stupid. You even got black people that are dumb enough to believe it. You can't be this stupid. Okay? I've but I've heard David Icke call out Donald Trump and say that he's a part of the elite in a deep state just as much as everyone else is. And so with that being said, it's important to note that Bill Clinton had ties to Jeffrey Epstein, and Donald Trump had ties. To Jeffrey Epstein. And it doesn't matter whose side you on, who your favorite politician is, who you hate the most. Doesn't matter. What matters is the truth. And the truth is, you guys drop the ball. The entire truth community or, the, or the, what you would call the 9-11 truthers or the community truthers, the, the conspiracy truthers. You guys drop the ball. By allowing politics to get in the way. Because Jeffrey Epstein was the story that you could have exposed all of these elite perverts. Could have exposed all of them. But instead, what did you do? You played politics. You said, came't okay, is connected to Jeffrey Epstein. He's a pervert. And then the other said, is connected to Jeffrey Epstein. He's a pervert. And you missed it. You missed your opportunity. You missed your opportunity to put all of them on blast. You could have exposed everyone. But you couldn't do it. You just couldn't resist. That's why I say that the the all of these truthers, they're all full of it. All of you guys are full of it. You're no more than Democrats and Republicans. Stop faking. Stop pretending like you want the truth. You only want the truth when it's against your enemy. Or if it's partisan. Or if it's against your political opponent. You don't want the truth about everyone. Those are facts. Okay, so the Virginia Attorney General has filed a lawsuit against a big drug company. And um, it's not really in the news like that. And, of course, important news like this doesn't make it to mainstream media. It does, but it it doesn't stay there very long because everyone wants to talk about Trump. But I'm going to play this um, clip right here. This is from... W.S.L.S. News 10.
1: General Mark Herring is taking his fight against the opioid crisis to the courts. Herring filed a lawsuit today against a drug company for what he calls a decades long campaign for fentanyl. Herring is suing drug maker Tiva for manufacturing two drugs with fentanyl and possibly misleading the public about their addictiveness. He says he hopes the lawsuit will force pharmaceutical companies to shoulder the financial burden for the crisis they created.
0: This is a drug that is incredibly dangerous. It is very susceptible to abuse and misuse. And it's time that the lies be exposed and stop. And it's time to hold those who are responsible accountable for what they've done.
1: More than 800 Virginians died of a fentanyl overdose in 2017, according to the Virginia Department of Health.
0: Okay. So, <laughs> hey, hey, there you go. That's self-explanatory. You know, I don't really even have to go deep into that one. Um, Virginiamercury.com. Virginia sues drug company that sold fentanyl lollipops. (laughs) Okay. Attorney General Mark Herring filed a lawsuit Thursday against the manufacturer uh, of powerful prescription painkillers sold in lollipop form. The Food and Drug Administration approved uh, the product only for cancer patients experiencing otherwise untreatable pain. But Herring, alleges Tiva Pharmaceutical and its predecessor, um, Cephalon, I think that's how you say it, Cephalon, um, promoted them to doctors for broader off-label use while uh, manipulating studies. That show their danger. Because that's what they do. You see. While Donald Trump was telling you. That the drugs in America. Was coming from. Mexico. Which I'm not saying that it doesn't. But that's an argument. That I can make. That the United States government. Has been involved in that also. The United States government. Have been caught. For many years. Bringing drugs into America. And I'm not talking about marijuana either. Isn't that why Pat Tillman was killed? The former Arizona football player. NFL football player that turned Army Ranger, I believe. And he went to Afghanistan to fight in the war after 9-11 and he exposed that they were actually there not for Operation Afghani Freedom or um, I forget what the name of the damn thing was. And <laughs> I was in the military at that time, and I forget. But anyway, they were there for the drugs. They were there for the opium. Um continuing on with this article, it says our complaint alleges a coordinated decades long campaign by Teva, um to turn fet um fentanyl, um an incredibly dangerous and powerful drug into a routine part of pain management in America which is way beyond the scope of the drug's approved use and common sense, um, Heron said in a statement. Um, it says, Tiva's own research showed that its products pose alarming risks of abuse, addiction, and even death, but that didn't stop them because they were making hundreds of millions of dollars each and every year. Now, who are the real drug dealers? Is it Pookie with the little nine millimeter tucked into his pants, standing on the corner? Or is it these big pharmaceuticals, these, these big drug companies? Who's the real drug dealers? The opioid crisis in America. It ain't about Jose and Miguel crossing the border. (laughs) That ain't what it is, ladies and gentlemen. Who are the real drug dealers? I'll continue on with this. Um, It says the company didn't respond to a request for comment. The lawsuit is the latest of some um, 2,700 that have been filed against opioid manufacturers around the country by local and state governments. The Associated Press reports the hearings is the first filed since a group of attorneys of attorneys generals proposed a national settlement with five companies, including Tiva. So, again, I, um, listen, listen, this is, uh, kind of off the subject, but I want to say something. It's my damn show. I say whatever the hell I want to say. I've said for some time now that people look out of it. And, um, you know, I don't know if I'm, you know, just getting old, but I look at people and I say, Everyone seems to be out of their damn mind. People have mental illness more than what I remember just some years ago. Uh, People seem to be more fidgety, agitated, irritated. Um, And I just see this because I deal with the public every day. I'm dealing with the public every day. And I'm just, from what I see, um i feel like more and more people are hooked on something you know people people um are dependent on some type of drug i i, I honestly believe that at least i'm going to say at least 7 out of 10 Americans are hooked on some kind of drug. Whether it be over the counter or it be from Pookie with the nine millimeter tucked in his pants. It could be crack cocaine, it could be heroin, it could be um some other form of uh over the counter painkiller. It could be, you know, but I just feel like people are just hooked. Now more than ever, now more than what I can remember, everybody has a drug for something now. You know, people take drugs for everything. There's a drug for everything. You want to feel good, take this drug. Want to feel bad, take that drug. (laughs) I mean, literally, I think there's, there's drugs so you could come down off of your happiness. Everyone's addicted to something. I'm addicted to caffeine not going to lie to you, if I don't have caffeine, I get very angry and I want to hurt someone. I get pissed off with the world if I don't have caffeine. That's the least of my worries because other people I feel are definitely on hard drugs, illegal or legal. It doesn't matter. Everybody's on something. And that's really what's wrong with the world, at least America. Everyone's dependent on something. I think that that shit messes with people's brains. That's why I wonder sometimes, do people lack the ability to think? People get emotional for no reason. People just look like they're losing their damn mind. That's where all these shootings are coming from. I'm telling you, this is what I believe. Now I wanted to get this from uh, usnews.com. It says, US news analysts, um, the opioid crisis is here to stay for years. A long-term look at opioid data shows the true magnitude of America's crisis and where chances to stem the tide were missed. Okay. Um, let me let me get this right quick. It says, an examination of nearly two decades of drug overdose death shows that shifts in the year-to-year death toll marked by relatively um, predictable peaks and valleys mask the true magnitude of the opioid epidemic in America, which now appears mired... And a deadly new normal for years to come. Trends that seem apparent in hindsight escaped notice for years, with the failure to recognize a climb in deaths at the turn of the millennium, along with a subsequent slowdown, raising a compelling question did policymakers, law enforcement, and public health officials miss chances to curb the opioid epidemic before it became a full blown emergency? Of course they did because you don't make money in the cure. How much money they made off of HIV awareness? When they the ones that created the damn uh disease known as AIDS. There's no money in the cure. Why the hell would you stop the opioid addiction epidemic when you profiting the old saying goes follow the money show me the money you show me the money and i'll show you who is benefiting not only that financially but they're going to continue to push this they're going to overlook they're going to turn their heads they're going to go, what opioid crisis? And they wait until it's out of hand. And then they go, oh, we got to do something about this. And guess what? What David Icke say, problem, reaction, solution. You create the problem, the people react to it, and then you hand them the solution. Then a solution is what you wanted them to do the whole time. So you create the problem. The people react to it, and then you give them the solution. So what happens is they go, oh, oh, we got an opioid epidemic. They say, so, well, what are we going to do about it? Right? Guess what you're going to do about it? You're going to go to the same people that created it, that started it, and they're going to give you the solution. And they're going to profit and benefit off of both of them. It's just like the tobacco companies. You know why the tobacco companies are, I I know this is off the subject. The tobacco companies are are, um, so against Juul because the (laughs) the reason why they're against it is because, you know, people actually quit smoking and start Juuling, right? Now you can say, well, it's still nicotine. Well, tobacco companies aren't making money off of that. What they want you to do is get hooked on cigarettes and then go to the nicotine patches and the nicotine gum. nicotine gum. That's what they want you to do and go back and forth and fight it that way. So they created these stories with people dying from juuling or from vaping. Now, if you notice, I would say probably 90 percent. I'm making an estimate now. It's a guess. I can't prove it but I would say 90% of the people that have died from vaping have used, um, they've used, uh, things or chemicals or products that did not go along with the actual, um, jewel or, or vape itself. They, they use something else, um, like vegetable oil or, um, you know, they could have put something in there and I've, I've heard some people do some strange things, even on YouTube. If you go on YouTube right now and you don't believe me, go check it out. Just go on YouTube and check it out. You'll see that people put weird things inside their, uh, their Jew jewel pods. Okay. So anyway, I know I went off subject. I'm sorry. I'm rambling, but getting back to this opioid uh, crisis. Um, I want to get back to this part. I want to read that last little piece right here. It says, um, "Did policymakers, law enforcement and public health officials miss chances to curb the opioid epidemic before it became a full blown emergency. Of course they did. That's the point. Okay. You wait till it's an emergency. Then you go, we got to do something. Let's get back here. Uh, Continuing on with the article, the crisis is that we don't understand the crisis. And because of that, countless lives have been lost, says Rocco Perla, co-founder of new nonprofit, The Health Initiative. Uh, Perla carried out the uh, the analysis at U.S. News Request with the assistance of Lloyd provost 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 or oh, provost um a statistician with the consulting firm associates in process improvement um the analyst um analysis excuse me of um data from the centers for disease control and prevention offers a clearer understanding of the unfolding epidemic it indicates that Opioid mortality has been climbing since at least the late 1990s. Following, listen, following the advent of the long-lasting opioid painkiller Oxycontin, starting in 2007, the death toll showed for a time as doctors began limiting access to legally prescribed opioids. Listen to me. I knew people when I was in the military that were, they I, I should say, they were doing everything in their power to get their hands. Uh, if they could find someone that worked in the medical staff to get them some of the good stuff, they would pay big money. It's no different from drug dealing. What's the difference? America's hooked on drugs, man. America's lost its damn mind, man. You know, and I don't know if it's because people are under pressure, people are under stress, and they see painkillers, drugs of uh you know, whether it's, like I said before, cocaine, heroin, people like to say marijuana is a gateway drug. But believe it or not, I've never been hooked on any drugs. I know I curse people out. I go off. People think that I'm on something because I lose my damn mind. I got a temper. I got a temper from hell. If you haven't listened to the show before, it's not always like this. So there are days when I curse everyone out. I curse the whole world out. Um, depending on my mood, but I've never been hooked on anything. Marijuana was never my thing. Okay? And because of that, I never graduated to anything other any other new drug or never even cared. Um I'm a caffeine addict. <laughs> um, and that's and that's pretty much that's it for me. Um but I do see um definitely an increase and in, I want to make sure you understand what I'm saying. It's not just that America's been, you know, America's hooked on drugs, whether they be illegal or legal. America's been been hooked on drugs, but it's getting worse. It's getting worse and worse. And um, it's pretty much too late now to turn back the clock. And that's exactly what they wanted. Exactly what they wanted. They wanted it to get to that point where there was nothing you could do about it. Because while Reagan was supposedly, you know, going with the war on drugs, little did you know the real, the real war on drugs was going to be over the counter. They were really trying to get you hooked on that stuff that's, over the counter, that's prescribed by the doctor. They weren't worried about poopoo. Uh, I said poo Uh, Pookie with the nine millimeter, and uh, Lil Ray Ray and and Lil, Uh Debo and them from up the block that's representing their their crew or their their gang or whatever. They're not worried about them. It's the prescribed drugs that's what really that's what they were really going for While let me say this too while a lot of people were poking fun at the black community uh, about the crack epidemic they were creating a white opioid epidemic and I remember reading this back in I want to say 20 Maybe 2013-ish I think 2013 or 2014 state of Montana was under um state of Montana had a serious opioid crisis like I'm talking like unbelievable it was like a state of emergency and there's no black people in Montana there's next to no black people in Montana. The only black people that you'll see in Montana are people that are in the military or some a black person that goes to college. Like that goes to let's say Montana State or something like that. Or they go to um or they go there to play basketball for the for the university or something like that or the college. Cuz it's about the money. Yes, the race plays a part into it, but that's only temporary. When it comes to the elites and the powers that be, racism is just a temporary thing. It's just a tool that they use. <laughs> it's just a tool. They use it for uh, their convenience. When it's convenient for them. Oh, look at all the black people. They're hooked on crack. And they would show the, the the crack babies and the crack mom and the whole world just laughed, pointed their finger and laughed. But you didn't know that they were going to do the same thing in a good old Montana with nothing but white folks at because they don't care. It's about the money. It's always been about the money. Always going to be about the money. And also, it's about dumbing the people down. And when you have people dependent on drugs, legal or illegal, you've got control. You've got mind control. Okay? And with that, I'm going to say peace. Um, You're listening to the Moral Report. Via Moral World Radio, I'm going by victor j morrow because it's the actor victor morrow and when you put in the search engine uh, victor morrow the actor will come up first so what i'm gonna do from here on out is now victor j morrow make sure you throw the j in there just like you got michael b jordan to separate himself from michael jordan i gotta go okay victor j morrow i should have done this a long time ago but um thank you for listening to the Morrow Report and uh I'm what I'm gonna try to do is I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go try to do the show every Saturday and every Wednesday. So it'll be like Saturday about I don't wanna make no promises. Maybe Saturday about two PM and um Wednesday uh I'll try to make that around Around 3 p.m. Somewhere around there. Okay. So I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to stick to the schedule. Okay. All right. Till next time. Peace. Oh, I can't go without saying. Visit themoralreport.com. That is themoralreport.com. And check out my blogs. Check out um, TMR. Free press. That is the marreport Report Free Press. TM, but it's spelled out TMR. Free press. That's my Tumblr. Um, You get all the the quick information there all the blogs um and you get to see what i'm talking about because sometimes i don't do the show throughout the week what i'll do is i'll put um quick um little talking points up and just things that i want to talk about real quick without doing a full show so you definitely want to go to moralreport.com and check that out till next time peace Celebrate Halloween with dressed-up donuts from Dunkin', like the spooky sweet Halloween spider donut. Trick-or-treat!
1: Aren't you a little bit old to be trick-or-treating? Uh, no. This is, uh, it's just a really good, uh, costume. Anyway, I hear you're giving out Dunkin' spider donuts? Didn't I
0: just see you with your kid? No, that was just, uh, my friend.
1: Psst, Dad, is it working?
0: Run to Dunkin' all month long for the Halloween spider donut and get 10 Munchkin's donut hole treats for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Participation may vary.